do I think that we need to stand up for people that are being truly victimized? I sure shit do. Do I think that we need to really like vote with our time and attention and our dollar? I sure shit do. If somebody offends you and they're on TV, stop watching that TV show. If somebody is doing weird shit with business, stop buying from that business. Is it convenient? No, but freedom isn't convenient. Having integrity is not convenient. Being a principled human being is not convenient. And being a free human being is sure shit not convenient. It's very inconvenient. But what you don't have to do is you don't have to go and get outraged and put yourself in a position of being a victim and then try to cancel that person for having their opinion. everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fire in the Madhouse. I am your host, Gentry Petzold. Thank you for your time and attention today. It really means a lot to me. Uh, I want to jump right into the show, but first I'm going to ask you for a couple of favors, and that is number one, if you could please share this episode with one of your friends, if you get value out of it, if you get value out of it, please share this with one of your friends, a loved one, somebody you feel like might actually be able to hear this and might need to hear this. Um, Another thing that I'm going to ask of you is that wherever you're getting this uh, podcast, if it's on YouTube, if it's on uh, Spotify, or if it's on iTunes or wherever else, if you could please subscribe to it and rate the show, review the show, it would mean so much to me because I'm really trying to get the word out there and your reviewing and participating in the show helps actually boost its ratings and its exposure to people that might not normally see the show. And then the third thing I'm going to tell you is if you have any interest in participating in a future episode, you can submit a question or a voicemail, or uh, if you'd like for me to go into a deeper explanation of one of the previous podcasts, you can actually call me or text me on my cell phone, and that is 808-430-1688. That's area code 808-430-1688. Oh, and then one last thing. If you guys would like to go a little bit deeper into this work and would like to connect a little bit more, go to my website at gentrypetzel.com and fill out the form to sign up for the weekly newsletter. Also, sign up for one of the workshops. I think you're going to be really, really happy with what we're doing there. The community is growing, and I'm really excited about launching this, and it would mean a lot for me to have you guys all there. So without wasting any more time, let's get into it. All right, so here it is. Recently, my wife posted something on social media that really triggered a few people to unfollow her, but got really upset. And one in particular actually reached out to my wife and emailed her and said, or messaged her and said, "Uh, that's not very nice. You're making fun of this whole community of people. And that was mean. Here's the thing about it. What the meme was and what it the post was all about and what she said about it it's irrelevant because what is relevant is that of all the things that this person commented on was a small detail in the meme that had nothing to do with actually what was being shared and it really like struck me and my wife because we were like that's not even the point of the meme It'd be like saying everybody in the meme, all the pictures of all the people that were in this meme, had brown hair. 
but they had all had purple faces. And then there was this one person that had blonde hair and purple faces. This person that wrote to my wife was offended by the fact that she thought we were making fun of the blonde-haired community. <laughs> the blonde-haired community. <laughs> so stupid. And that's not what we were talking about. We were making fun of the fact that people had purple faces. That happens from time to time, right? So <clears throat> this person reached out to my wife and said, that's very cruel. You're making fun of blonde-haired people. And my wife was like, no, that's actually not the point. But my question back to you is, why does it always have to be about making fun of blonde-haired people? Like, why do you have to go look for the blonde-haired person to be upset about? And that's what raises a really interesting point. And it's a really important question that I have to deal with on a daily basis, is what are you looking for? What are you actually out there trying to find to be upset about? What are you out there trying to find that is going to place you in a position to be upset, uncomfortable, uh, frustrated, resentful, and ultimately placing you in the role of being a victim? Because that's what this boils down to, is that this person felt that people were being victimized and that she herself was being victimized by this meme. Here's the thing, guys. Unless you want to live in a bubble-wrapped world, which is the direction that some people actually want it to go, it's sterile, there's no humor, there's no comedy, there's no irony, there's no sarcasm, there's no uh, making fun of yourself or other people. If that's the direction that you want to live, I'm, I, I don't know what to tell you. I think it's really, that's a really limited place to be, and it's actually going to work yourself into a, a prison. And ultimately, ultimately, you're going to find yourself biting yourself in the ass because it's eventually going to come back to you. When we are constantly in a state of triggering our mind to see the bad in things or the harm in other things or to try to control people's behaviors or to make them see things in our way or to make them agree with our viewpoint, we're really setting ourselves up to, to force ourselves to become slaves to our own opinions and preferences. And that's not a great place to live your life from. That's a very closed-off place. That's not a very love-filled place. That's actually a very fear-based place to live in. And I don't know a single one of you that would want to live in a fear-based life. In survival mode constantly. You hear a lot of like self-help gurus talking about like um, the reticular activator of your brain where you're like, if let's say, for instance, you wanted to buy a certain type of car, and let, let's say it's a, a a forerunner, and you see forerunners everywhere after you say, I want to buy a forerunner. That's the car of my dreams. You start to see them everywhere, right? But that's what ends up happening in the negative sense, too, is that if you're constantly looking to be offended, you're going to find a way to being offended. Somebody somehow is going to offend you. It's inevitable. You can't control the way that the world operates or works. And we're seeing a huge push these days of people that are feeling outraged and victimized and just entitled. And that's the direction that we're heading. And I'm going to invite you guys to put a squash to that. Like you, you yourself, I can't control what you do or what you think or how you feel. But I can invite you to consider the possibilities 
that living in a life where you're constantly looking to be offended or to be victimized or to be outraged, you are going to find yourself in a position of imprisoning your freedom, imprisoning your heart, imprisoning your love, imprisoning your mind, imprisoning your relationships with the rest of the world. You cannot control what other people do, but you can control the way that you react to those people. Let me say that again so you really hear what I, like, I need you to hear what I'm saying to you. You cannot control the way that the world behaves or the way that they talk or the, world, the way that the world thinks or the way that the world behaves, but you can. You can control the way that you respond, the way that you react to the way that the world is behaving or the way that the world is acting or the way that the world is thinking. You can't just cancel culture your way out of your self-awareness. You can't just cancel culture your way out of like facing your shit. If you are triggered by somebody making fun of blonde-haired people or purple-faced people or you know I don't even know what it what people that breathe air, if you're offended by that, if you're offended by people that eat meat, if you're offended by people that eat vegetables, if you're offended by people that only eat raw nuts, I don't know. Like if that is if you're offended, just constantly offended, you are setting yourself up to be a prisoner and a slave to your preferences. Your world is going to become very very small. That sucks. That is not a world to be living in. That is not life. That is survival mode. That is not life. That is survival mode. When you are living in that frame of being offended and looking for what can offend you all the time, you are stripping yourself of your God-given right to be a free human being. And for those of you that have followed me on Instagram and Facebook, you know that I'm like on team free human. I'm not on team survival mode. I'm not on team outrage. I am not on team cancel culture. Do I think that we need to stand up for people that are being truly victimized? I sure shit do. Do I think that we need to really like vote with our time and attention and our dollar? I sure shit do. If somebody offends you and they're on TV, stop watching that TV show. If somebody is doing weird shit with business, stop buying from that business. Is it convenient? No, but freedom isn't convenient. Having integrity is not convenient. Being a principled human being is not convenient. And being a free human being is sure shit not convenient. It's very inconvenient. But what you don't have to do is you don't have to go and get outraged and put yourself in a position of being a victim and then try to cancel that person for having their opinion. Let me just, <laughs> let me just give you an example here. If you are somebody that only wants to eat bananas, and that's your prerogative, and that's your lifestyle choice, and you don't want to eat apples, by all means, just go and eat bananas. Do I support your decision? Sure. Do I agree with it? Maybe not. I think that, del I think that apples are delicious. I think that you should eat them too. But I'm not going to force you to stop eating bananas because I think that you should eat apples too. Because here's what ends up happening. First thing is you and I will become at odds with each other very, very quickly. And that's not a very loving place to be. 
I don't want to be at odds with anybody. Number two, I'm going to drive myself miserable because I am going to do everything in my power to convince you to eat apples when you are just sold on eating only bananas. And number three, I'm eventually going to start looking for other people to force them to stop eating bananas and only eat apples too. At some point, this drives me into a place of imprisonment. At some point, this makes me a slave to apples. And even more ironic, it makes me a slave to bananas. Really get that. I don't know a single one of you that wants to be a slave. I don't know a single one of you that wants to be a prisoner of your own like preferences. I don't think that any of you want to live a limited life. And I'm not talking about bullying people or, you know, patronizing people. I'm not talking about that. I don't agree with bullying. You guys already know that. I don't agree with bullying. I don't I'd agree with victimizing anybody. But if you have an opinion and you want to just stick to your opinion and I have my opinion about apples and you have your opinion about bananas, then shut the fuck up. Like, let people live. You focus on you. You focus on your bananas, you focus on your apples, you focus on your oranges, and you love the people that have their opinion for who they are. I need you guys to really follow this for your own self-awareness. If you are one of those people that are constantly waiting for other people to change their behavior in order for you to feel happy or free or successful or fulfilled, you are setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to be a prisoner of your own bullshit. You're setting yourself up to be a slave to your own preferences, and you're setting yourself up to be a slave to the world. When you start to do your work into self-awareness, self-accountability, honesty, truth, and you're starting to really dive into those topics, you cannot be waiting for the outside world to change and to make you comfortable or happy or to make you feel safe or secure. That is your responsibility and that is your work. You have a moral obligation to focus on yourself and to focus on your work first so you can become a whole human being. Then you can serve other people. So for those of you that are serving outrage culture, for those of you that are serving victim consciousness, for those of you that are serving this idea that the world has to change in order for you to be free, in order for what you believe in to be sacred, for what you believe in your lifestyle choices or your um, political viewpoints or your uh, spiritual you know, practices. If you are one of those people that constantly have to look and seek out serving those kinds of ideas, those kinds of imprisonments, you are doomed to become a slave. When you make the commitment to serving love, to serving truth, to serving honesty, to serving the fact that other people have different opinions and different facts and different lifestyle choices and different political viewpoints and different, you know, belief structures and belief systems, when you just allow yourself to love other people for who they are and where they are, you start to become more and more free. When you start facing yourself as to, hey, 
why did this thing trigger me so much? Why did this meme offend me? Why did this joke offend me so much? And you start self-auditing as opposed to trying to correct the other person's behavior or the other person's opinions. When you put the work on your plate, you become empowered. You become the person that is in control of your happiness and your fulfillment. You become in control of your freedom. But as long as you are trying to force bananas or apples or oranges down somebody else's throat, you become a slave to apples and bananas and oranges. You become a prisoner of your own preferences, and that is a limiting, limited way of living life. When you get triggered, ask yourself, why are you getting triggered? Really? When you get offended, ask yourself, why am I getting offended by this? Really? Do not try to correct other people. Do your own correction. Do your own self-audit. That is where freedom is. Do not become a slave to your preferences. Do not become a slave of this world. It will always disappoint. It will always fail you. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for letting me get on my soapbox. I hope that this helps, though. This is important. This is where freedom lies. This is where the work begins. The self-auditing, the self-awareness, the self-accountability. So that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you watching. I appreciate you listening. If you guys could, please like, subscribe, share. It would mean the world to me to build this audience up. Find me on social media. Post that you're listening to the podcast. I'll repost it. And if you would like to participate in a future episode of the show, I would really appreciate you guys texting me or dropping me a voicemail or even a voice memo at 808-430-1688. That is area code 808-430-1688. And again, thank you so much for your time and attention. I hope you all have a blessed day.